Blog Talk Radio. Across the country and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, and we are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. So, Julie, welcome to the radio show. Thank you so very much. And, of course, this is your source for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate recovery. Guys, we are at the very beginning stages of the real estate boom. You need to embrace that concept and do everything you can to make this your best, say, next 7 to 10 years, which I think was how long this next boom is going to last. Make this the best next 7 to 10 years of your entire real estate career and maybe of your life. And that's what we're focused on in our coaching and obviously focused on during today's radio show. So we're going to continue with the theme that we've been talking about this entire week, which is basically, why aren't you rich? Why aren't you rich? You've been in the industry for a long time. Chances are you've been alive for many, many decades. You've probably attended many motivational seminars, read many motivational books, done a lot of things, and you would think on the service by now you would be rich. And remember the definition of rich it's where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. You wake up every day, and there's enough money coming in from passive sources, not from your real estate practice, that make it so you no longer have to work. So that is our goal for you, and maybe consider having that be the goal for yourself so that you literally have something to show for all of your efforts other than basically just a bunch of your life energy spent selling and buying homes. So staying focused here, why aren't you rich? More, by the way, but it, back to you. What did you say, Julie? I'm taking okay, care of so, that appointment real quick. No problem. So work like rich people do, right? So why aren't you rich? The concept that I want to share with you guys today on today's radio show is that rich people literally work differently than the rest of us or you. So we had to learn this. We had to learn what it meant to prioritize. We had to learn the power of saying no. We had to learn basically what were the things that we were supposed to do every single day to get us the biggest results, the best results. So here's the thought for you. As we go through these topics and as we present these concepts to you, I want you to write down and pay special attention if you're resisting anything that we're telling you. Because there's an old saying, and it's very true, that whatever you resist persists. So wherever you find yourself resisting, if you find any of these concepts a little bit confrontational to your mindset about how you're supposed to be running your real estate practice, you need to really do some self-diagnostics and, and ask yourself, why is it that you're resisting a specific concept? And of course, that applies to everything that we teach you here um, at our coaching business because oftentimes we're telling you guys things that are the exact opposite of what everyone else is telling you. We're exposing you to the truth about how to actually be successful long-term in the real estate industry. And more specifically, we're exposing you to the truth and how to become rich. And again, expect a lot of the information that we share with you to be contrarian. Expect a lot of the information we share with you to be stuff you haven't heard before, but I bet in virtually every case of all of our thousands of listeners, I bet you intuitively know that what we're saying to you is true. So when you hear us say something, 
and you find yourself having a little epiphany where you say to yourself, aha, I've always suspected that. That tells you that you're on the right path, so definitely continue to pursue that concept, that idea. So here's the idea about work. How is it that rich people fill their days? Now, the old sort of myth is that to be rich, you basically have to sacrifice every working second of your life and have no other things going on in your life other than the dollar productive activities that are really geared around making money. In other words, we believe that you have to sacrifice or we're trained in America, popular culture in our, in, in our society trains us to believe that in order to be rich, you have to sacrifice everything else. So a lot of us have been raised to believe that in order to have accumulated a lot of wealth, that you literally have sacrificed in the other aspects of your life. Well, I'm here to tell you, in a lot of cases, that is true. Okay? So I am going to tell you that in many cases, for you to build up any uh, wealth of any significance, it's going to take sacrifice in other aspects of your life. But not sacrifices like what you think. Not sacrifices in time with your family not sacrifices in your health, not sacrifices in all those other very critical items of your life, um, sacrifices in what you allow to enter into your mind. In other words, you're going to have to become one of the world's best filterer of information. We are surrounded by uh, supposed experts. We're surrounded by what seem to be great books. We're surrounded by well-intended people offering us advice who are, if your goal is to be rich, are not rich. So in other words, we are constantly inundated with people who think that they are justified in offering advice to you about wealth building where they've never actually done it themselves. Now, that is right there a little harsh, I agree. It's a little maybe overly direct with some of you, but it's also true. Why would you ask uh, advice or why would you get counseling or coaching from somebody who's never actually done it? And yet, that's what so many of you do. So many of you subscribe to the idea that it, just because someone, say, for example, calls themselves a coach, that they're qualified to be a coach. They're not. You guys need to learn to ask the tough questions. If your goal is to build wealth, you need to actually, have, you know, and honestly, ask the coach whether or not they're wealthy, whether or not they have accomplished the goal that you're trying to pursue. Because in many cases that they haven't. They just haven't. And, and that, you know, it is a real problem in our industry that so many people are hoisted up on stage and are standing there in front of all of you telling you that, for example, building teams will get you to the Shangri-La of wealth and riches. Well, it is just statistically not true. It's just not true. You study any real estate team, and for the most part, almost without exception, and honestly, I say almost just to be polite, I've yet to find an exception, you're going to have been better off if you just kept your own business down to say you and two assistants and not built a team. Better off in the sense that you will make a vastly higher profit margin off every transaction, creating more opportunities for you to invest that profit, as we discussed on yesterday's radio show, so that you can indeed you know, learn how to work smart, That's an, that is a truism, but also then learn how to invest smart. So these are the ideas that a lot of you are, are going to find, I think, thought-provoking and opportunity-expanding. Now, I'm going to tell you guys about a coaching call that I had this morning, a free coaching call, uh, actually, with uh, one of you. And remember, you guys can go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and you can schedule a free coaching call with um, 
I think there's five of our coaches that are on the roster. So go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, request your free coaching call. Again, at this point in the year, you're either behind your goals, on track for your goals, or ahead of your goals. Wherever you are this time of year, you must take the actions to prepare yourself for the second half of the year. A lot of you guys have already figured out that this figured out that the second half of the year is shaping up to be completely different than the first half of the year. You know, we've been preparing many of our coaching students for, since late last year in anticipation that there was going to be a normalization of the market in the second half of this year, which by the way is now and indeed that's happening. Inventory is increasing, days in the market is increasing. You're going to see a lot of uh, agents are listing properties overpriced, creating huge opportunities for expired listings going to the end of the year. So these are the types of things you need to be paying attention to. So here's one of the typical free coaching calls. Um, and this happens, this is, you know, very normal, very common. Julie, are you back on, by the way? I am. Okay, good. So um, I had a free coaching call today, Julie, and I know you had three or four of those today too. Mm -hmm. So on this free coaching call, this person came to the coaching call very, very skeptical. They had mm -hmm. been, uh, you know, a real, uh, I think, dutiful follower of several other coaches. They've done everything mm -hmm. that they were asked to do. They, you know, were just absolutely depressed that they didn't get the results. And they came mm -hmm. to the coaching call with me thinking that they didn't get the results that they were promised with these other coaching companies uh, because it was their fault. In other words, they believed that they were defective because supposedly this other coach's system somehow didn't work for them. And this one in particular right. that I'm referring to is someone who invested a lot of time in cold calling. Mm -hmm. they, you know, using these outdated scripts, these outdated techniques and all the rest of it. So this person, was, and Julie's gotten, had calls like this as well. This is a typical, yeah. you know, I tried to do the prospecting. I tried to do the cold calling. It didn't work for me. And, you know, uh, it's for some reason, you know, my coach kept on telling me to do the same thing over and over again, and it didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. And so then I started asking questions. So, for example, here's a fact. Most of, the, um, most of you have had similar experiences to what this free coaching call, uh, client who joined our coaching program had. What you are experiencing is what happens when you join a non-personalized coaching program. In other words, it's a one-size-fits-all, you enroll, yeah, cookie you cutter. read the script, cookie cutter, exactly. Nobody had taken the time to actually take into consideration your strengths, the areas that you needed to improve, your market, your goals, your, market, your, your ambitions. Your personality, your tendencies, your strengths, your weaknesses. Exactly. You know, Everybody's different. And the, and the idea of having a one-size-fits-all uh, coaching program, that doesn't work. Even if you try to work it, it won't work because it doesn't work. It hasn't worked. And the reality of it is, is that you should not blame yourself for, you know, at least you tried. But now at this point, stop blaming yourself if you have not experienced this success that you were hoping you were going to experience by doing, say, for example, illegal cold calling using outdated scripts and techniques. Here's another one I constantly see is all these guys that are coming out of this mindset of having this social network or running Facebook ads. And there's another coach, Julie, I didn't tell you about this, who's now telling realtors to actually buy leads from Zillow and Trulia. Did I tell you that? <laughs> to help. Yeah. I mean, that is the definition of insanity. You know, I had a really fun yeah. coaching call with a guy named Andre this morning. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think I'd had maybe three or four coaching calls with him. He's a newer student, obviously. He's a private client of mine. And he comes to the coaching call and he says, you know, in essence, you know, it turns out, Tim, what you told me on the first coaching call, that the best buyer leads are always going to be sign calls. Turns out that was true. Yeah. <laughs> and he used Who knew? 800 home hot <laughs> yeah, he used the 800 yeah. home hotline. He sold two listings 
See, they yeah. sold another two houses to two buyers. Exactly what we told them would happen. Yeah. So here, here is his epiphany. Take more listings. Get better quality buyer yeah. leads. Never have to buy buyer leads. Yep. And, and get this, Jules. He was spending 2500 a month with Zillow. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow, right? Well, okay, so, so quick do you have sideline. To your point, yeah. the best buyer leads come from your sign calls. Client call this morning in Wasilla, Alaska. <laughs> New listing. Not too rural, you know, somewhat civilized, but still we're talking about Alaska here. Put the sign up. Not one, not two, not three, but seven immediate calls on her 1-800 home hotline line, okay? One of which is a really great $500,000 listing lead, okay? And her comment was the same. How do I get more of that? Yes. (laughs) So we are, as far as I know, Julie, we are the only coaching organization out there whose primary focus is teaching you guys not how to build teams, not how to buy buyer leads, not how to be Facebook advertisers, not how to brand yourself. We want you guys to be listing agents because if you're listing agents, you have a very clear path to becoming rich. Being a listing agent is the secret sauce. Being a listing agent means that you have a business, means that you have a system in place. It means that you have learned or are at least starting to learn how to work like rich people work. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to give you the five tenets on how rich people work and how you, too, can work like a rich person does. Because trust me when I tell you, it's different than a lot of the ways you guys are working now. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, get ready to take some great notes. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach. A proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best not someone who is simply assigned to you, or even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. 
This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. Okay, we are back. So let's talk specifically. I wrote these points down. You guys take great notes. Here we go. Ready? So a rich, pe- a rich person, what they do, and one of the things that you guys need to all employ immediately is they respect their time because they know others won't. So I want you to write that down. They respect their time because they know others won't. And I'm going to give you some suggestions. On your voicemail, opposed to just having your normal voicemail, I want you to actually put, essentially say this. Hi, you've reached Tim Harris with ABC Realty. Um, please leave your name and number, and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Set realistic expectations. You might want to say, I'll call you back within an hour. If you're calling in the evening or weekends, please leave the name and number where I can reach you during normal business hours. So what have I done? I've basically told them that they're not getting callbacks in the evening. I've told them that they're not getting callbacks on the weekends. So you've now set up really very clearly defined boundaries. Another thing is whenever anyone says they want to call you or can I call you or can I this or can I that, and especially if it's somebody that's wanting to pitch you or a salesperson, maybe a loan officer or somebody like that, ask them to send you an email first and set up an appointment with you, and then you can have them maybe auto-schedule. You guys can use schedulewants.com or something like that. But here's the point. If you make it so that your door is always open, figuratively and otherwise, you will always have people coming in and abusing your time. You need to set up boundaries. Brokers and office managers, you guys are inundated all day long, you know, essentially having to answer a lot of times silly, useless questions. So here's a suggestion for you. I want you to start a new policy. And the new policy is this. If you have a new question, if you have a question, I want you to require, I'm sorry, if, you know, if any of your agents or staffers have a question, you require that they send you an email with their question written out to you and then three possible options for their possible solution to their question. In other words, you ask them to write their question down, and then you ask them to tell you what they think the three best solutions to their problem or answers to their question might be. That way, what happens is you're forcing them to use your brain, and they stop, I'm sorry, you force them to use their own brains, and they stop trying to use your brain to solve all their nitpicky problems, and most importantly, you're instilling in them confidence and teaching them to think independently. Buying your time back one step at a time is what you need to do. So, I mean, Julie, that is something that's really critical because so many of these agents who do have staff members, especially our top producers, they're selling two and 300 homes a year, they think their job is to basically be at the beck and call of their assistants, which is the exact mm-hmm. opposite of what an assistant is supposed to do, correct? No, exactly. That's right. You're, and I have this conversation quite frequently with people who are building teams, downsizing teams, you know, right-sizing teams, what have you. Um, especially with assistants and with buyer's agents. You know, the whole idea of delegating all of your stuff to your buyer agent and, you know, expecting them to just ride off into the sunset doing twice as many deals, you know, that's not really realistic. They need your help, 
but too many agents kind of turn them loose without any skill. And so if you're going to have buyer's agents, you need to have some level of coaching, which incidentally you can just delegate to us and not have to deal with it. Um, but top producers, people who are meeting or exceeding their financial goals, follow their own daily minimum standards, which are related to making money, and that well, is the priority. That right, so the yeah, first but they, point... They do things like they hold up their hand and they say, I'm sorry, you're getting me off my schedule. We'll talk about this later, but go ahead. There you go. So, so we're going to get to those. Julie just mentioned our third point, but yeah, I mean, she just said it. Bottom line, you have got to force people to respect your time because they won't. You've got. If you're wondering why you don't have more uh, free time to do what you want to do with the people you want to do it, it's because you are being forced to do what you don't want to do with people you would rather not deal with. It's that simple. You need to be selfish. You don't get this second back. Boom, it's gone. You need to put your foot down and almost be pissed off that you've allowed people to be abusers of your time. Okay, so that's point number one. Point number two, and Julie can talk about this um, it's one of her, I think, professional-focused topics, the importance of a schedule. So, Julie, tell them about scheduling. Right. Tell them about what needs to you know, be in their schedule. Help them to create, actually, a workable, you know, a, a starter schedule, if you will. Right. Well, so the first thing is don't be overly schedule-happy. When we're talking about follow, create and follow a schedule, I don't mean like between 9 a.m. and 9.06, you must do this. 9.06 to 9.15, do this. No. We want to have a minimum standard dollar productive schedule, which is based on things that make you money in real estate, which are limited to the following. Generating leads, otherwise known as prospecting. Lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. These are the categories that constitute the word work in real estate. Work leads to a paycheck. Other things do not. Now, the problem with real estate is, all you have to do is check your email and you're off to the races doing something else that was not in your calendar, but maybe you're putting out a fire. Maybe you got distracted and now you're on Groupon and you didn't even know what happened to you. Okay, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it happens, right? Or some pesty realtor interrupts you and wants you to coach them for free because they're having some dramatic issue that they need your brain for. Maybe it's even somebody on your own team. When in fact, what you need to do is keep your eye on the ball. What leads to the paycheck? I coach my agents to, when they open their eyes on a work day, their first thought needs to be, who is my next appointment? Who is That's my it. next and listing appointment, ideally? Well, so right. you just said it, Julie. So the schedule, obviously, is focused on your morning activities. And again, a real basic reason why you want to do the most important things every day first it's because that's generally speaking when you have the most energy. Generally speaking, yeah, and can control can it a little control. bit more. Right, exactly. So, and Julie also said you need to prioritize your schedule around the dollar productive activities. And Julie, what are the five or arguably six things that get paid you get you paid in real estate? Well, of course, the number one thing, because the other things don't matter if you don't do this, is generate the lead in the first place. Then we've got lead follow up, assuming that you've generated leads to follow up on. Which, really, which leads logically to having to pre-qualify your buyer and seller leads. Once you've pre-qualified them, that should lead to an appointment that's presenting, either showing property to buyers or a listing presentation, which will eventually lead to your need to negotiate and close. This is the life cycle of getting paid. Then you could say, lather, rinse, repeat. That's right. Um, the, the issue becomes 101 distractions that keep you away from those five categories, and certainly look like work because everything in real estate seems to be urgent all the time, 
accept most agents' sense of generating new leads, which is completely backwards. And that's why you need a coach to keep their foot in your butt, keep you on track, you know, because sometimes we see stuff that you're doing that certainly feels productive to you because it looks like work. But when you ask where's the paycheck that results from the hours you spent on X, Y, and Z, you know, we're kind of shining a bright magnifying glass on your business saying, hey, what's really going on here? So we get back to the idea of the schedule. And if you have in your head that your job is to set a new appointment every day before noon of some sort, and in the Coaching Essentials program, we use a, a real kind of a fun thing called the, the uh, success game, which actually gets you to focus on, you know, what are the most important things in real estate? Did you set a listing appointment today, yes or no? Did you pre-qualify a seller today, yes or no? Did you pre-qualify a buyer today, yes or no? Did you connect with a minimum of five past clients, yes or no? If you're answering no, 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 and still have the question, where's my next deal, I think it's pretty clear where the work needs to happen. Well, Julie, you're bringing up something interesting, and I've been talking with all my private clients about this as well. You know, you guys got to realize that the the cycle of how long it takes from your initial conversation with either a buyer or seller to a paycheck, in many markets, it's at least four months. I have some of uh, some coaching clients, and I know Julie does too, that the cycle is a year. So I want you to consider that. Let's just say you're in California, it's 90 days. The bottom line is, is a seller that you initially communicate with today then you know you pre-qualify them, you go on the listing appointment, you take the listing, you market the house, you you know all the processes, you negotiate the contract, you go through the closing. So realistically, between the time where you actually make the contact initially, first conversation with that buyer seller, to the point where you get the paycheck, can be realistically anywhere from 90 days all the way to a year. Think about that for a second. So here we are, that almost well, not quite the middle of June. What is it, June 11th? And we are. Now, thinking about where your paycheck's going to come from in September, or if you're in the Midwest, where your paychecks are going to come from in December. What you're doing now, what you're doing today, pays you tomorrow. You know, Julie and I joke that we're working for future Tim and Julie, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. when you save, when you invest, when you create something for the future you, hey, guess what? You're going to need money then too, right? So. Yes, a lot of you have had a great first half of your year. It's because what you were doing four to six months ago was resulting in you getting paid now. So are you prioritizing your time around the five or six things that will actually result in a paycheck now? Are you focused on having a schedule? Are you respecting your time and, by the way, forcing others to do the same thing? So the next thing we wrote down, do it, delegate it, or ditch it. Do it, delegate it, or ditch it. So how do you apply that? Start with doing what we call a brain dump. And this is a fun activity. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think back to all the times I've had coaching clients do this, and I've asked them as their homework to do a brain dump, and I'll explain to you guys how to do it in a second, and then email me their brain dump. And I've gotten these emails back sometimes that are just like, you know, they're basically like books. So here's what a brain dump right. is. You take in your mind all the things out of your mind, and you put them on a piece of paper, or you put them in an email. And it's everything that you're thinking about, everything that's floating around in your head, personal, business, and otherwise, every single little silly thing, a deal, you know, a, maybe a lead you have to follow up on, maybe a form you need to get signed, maybe you need to get the dry cleaning, maybe you need to whatever, write it all down, get it all out there, and have it all on a piece of paper. Now, the next step, remember this, that's the brain dump part. 
Now, some of you might want to start doing that every day at the end of the day. What you're going to find is over time, your list of the things you have to work on, the things that make it into your brain dump, gets shorter and shorter and shorter because you become more efficient at doing it, delegating it, or ditching it. So now that you've done this uh, initially, I want you to go through there, and I want you to cross off the things that shouldn't be on there in the first place. And a good test for that is if it's been in your mind for more than probably a month, it doesn't need to be done, or it can be completely, and it's the next stage, delegated. So let's say, for example, you have to do some accounting thing, or you have to do whatever else it is, and you're not capable, or you don't have time, or you're not probably the best person to do whatever it is, I want you to delegate it. So we go from ditching it, just doesn't need done, let's forget about it, to delegating it, who else can we hire to do it, or who else can you delegate it to maybe on your staff. And that leaves us with the last category, which is doing it. Doing it should be the shortest list. Doing it should go back to what Julie just talked about with regards to the five things that get, paid, get you paid in real estate. The doing it is the prospecting, the pre-qualifying, you know, all the stuff that's going to result in the paycheck. Those are the things that you need to, be, need to be focused on. So if your big grand brain dump list gets you a huge list of just absolute garbanzo beans that has nothing to do with lead generation, nothing to do with pre-qualifying, nothing to do with going on appointments and presenting, nothing to do with negotiating contracts, nothing to do with closing contracts, then you need to realize that that means that in four or five months you're probably not going to have any money. It's really that simple. Focus your energies. Focus all your best energies every single day on being of service to other people, making contacts, obviously, and doing your job. So this last point that we wrote down, this is point number five, is having daily minimum standards. Have three to five daily minimum standards. These are the things that you're going to do every day, hell or high water. You will do these things every single day no matter what. Julie, what types of things will make it on a typical agent's daily minimum standards list? Well, I'll tell you one thing that has a huge impact, and I've seen anywhere from 20, 30, maybe even more of a percent increase in business when they do just this. Do not end the day with leads you have not followed up on, period, ever, for any reason. I don't care if they're Internet leads, open house leads, new leads, old leads, phone leads, sign call leads. If someone has even peeped in some way in your direction that they may want to buy or sell real estate, why would you wait to follow up on them? I actually had a client tell me that she was so excited about a call that she got in her voicemail that she would just like celebrated the call for like two days. But by the time she actually called back, the person was already working with another agent. Yeah. Like, how does that make sense? So, That's true. And, you know, and listen, Julie like, and I... with that thought for a second, but go ahead. Hey, Jules, I just looked at the time. You and I both have to yep. get to coaching calls. So guys, listen, if there's anything we can do for you... I want you to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. By the way, there's thousands of you who listen to this radio show every month now. Thousands. There's you know, thousands and thousands. All of you should be requesting a free coaching call. All of you should be taking seriously that this can be your best year ever, but all of you have to be acknowledging that the next six months in the real estate industry is not going to be like the last six months. In many cases, the winds are no longer going to be at our backs. We're going to have to start working harder, smarter. We're going to have to be starting to actually accept the fact that we respect our time. We're going to have to prioritize our schedules every day around the dollar productive activities, 
and we need to establish, create, and stick to a list of daily minimum standards. Let us help you make this the best year ever for you and your family. Hey, I got an idea. Six months left. Why don't you make this the best Christmas, the best holiday season ever for you and your family? Request a free coaching call, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and we'll speak with you tomorrow on the radio. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.